When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, this is your instant reaction. We are back in the Denby Castle. Uh, Everton have somehow lost 3-1 on over to West Ham United. I've got Dave Downing, Les Roberts, Matt Flusk, uh, potentially a few others joining us as well on that. I mean, I'm absolutely speechless after that, Dave. Just, I've, I've never seen a team more desperate to be one to get beat at nil nil and one nil as West Ham were today. Felt like they were all ready to go, all ready to give up. The fans were ready to get the Moyes out banners and everything. Get to the two on a plate. Yeah, they did. Um, and you know, apart from that, Matt, I know you, you see them as we're starting to do this, which is obviously no point in doing as quickly as possible when games finish. How you feel naturally afterwards, but. Um, before going on to the two goals we conceded quite late on I thought it was a decent game I thought we could play quite well and you're absolutely right I thought the the first thing that I thought was actually we deserve to go 1-0 you had McNeil missing that and me and Flush have been speaking about this quite a bit I've mentioned it about 10 times he misses from four yards out and hits it straight to the goalkeeper that's the moment that's, that's the moment it yeah and obviously the, the, he obviously replied to it in a second but that happens goes in 2-0 game over Um you know, and, and that's without even talking about the first half with Beto, that, that ridiculous penalty, him even taking it. But by and large, I thought we played well, Matt, and I think you're absolutely spot on. I think I think West Ham there, I think Moyes will be going home, probably laughing his head off, so relieved when they're driving back down to London or getting the, the train or whatever it is. Mind you, you can't get a train in this city at the moment. <laughs> him, him getting off down back to, to London thinking, Do you know what, that's probably saved my job getting a 3-1 win there because he was running around the pitch afterwards with the... With, with a few of their players and um, yeah I mean we we looked in control they were on the counter attack and um, it just took one more goal to win it Matt and it just was not didn't look like it was going to come for us and, and you know how many times have we said that about needing a goal to win a game the game was already won you're going to score one more and everyone's celebrating it's a crucial three points as well given the results that have gone on behind us and the current one that looks like it's going to happen there at Luton so yeah I mean it's the first time I've seen you in a while, this angry and rightly so, because that was uh, that was a hard one to take. Given the, I mean, three one though as well. Do you know what I mean? You, know, you see he scores in games. You think, ah, you, you you must have been you must have been battered by a team. If you lose one three one, they must have played really well. That has nothing to do with the narrative of that game. Anyone? <laughs> 
Go ahead then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I can't really argue with any of that. It's like we we were pretty much in control of that second half for the most part. Even when they got the equaliser, we settled back down and we never looked like we were going to throw that game at all. But purely because West Ham just weren't really in it. I think the first half is very, very forgettable for a lot of reasons. I think we looked... Um, the, there was no sort of pattern of play from us. It was all very predictable. Tarkovsky would get it. There'd be two men out wide right. He'd whack it across the pits to the left, which probably comes off three and five times, but it's so predictable. And there was just nothing happening first half. It was very forgettable. Just From get both off. sides, all those things. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean West, oh, West, West Ham weren't in it at all either. They were terrible as well. You know, then we do finally get the penalty. And was there anything more nailed on than when we eventually get a penalty? <laughs> fucking miss it. Um, yeah. it again... You know, I think I think I don't know why he's he had all of the ball too long. He had loads of time to stand there, look at the goal, think about the it. Lad, the lad can't kick a football. No, <laughs> you can't. Well, if you, if you, I, I saw the penalty back from the reverse angle before. If you're hitting it low on the floor, it's got to be clean and it's got to fizzle on the floor. <laughs> what are we talking about? It, you know? I, I, you'd have to explain. That shows how bad this was. Yeah, it? it actually bobbles. <laughs> it's like he's topped it and it bobbles across. It's dreadful. It's. Do you know, it's it, without the run-up, it's every bit as bad as own orders. Mm. Although, do you know what? The run-up might be as bad because he absolutely telegraphed where he was putting it. Yeah. He was straight on, jumped to his left, which says, yeah, you're putting this in the bottom right. Mm. Um, it was dreadful. But an issue for me there is, yes. what, would he be our first-named penalty taker out of, oh. that, out of that 11? I don't know, but I wouldn't say he is. But then no one was clamouring to get the ball off and to say, yeah, do you know what, I'll have this. He got the ball straight away. No one went near him. And it was like, have they all sussed this out beforehand? Because if that's how he hits a penalty, he shouldn't be on them. Um, I know the one he scored against Fulham, he, he belted it and it was a good penalty and it flew in. But, you know, in the position we're in, we can't be missing chances, we can't be missing penalties. Because that's a game changer then. They go in 1-0 half-time. And in fairness... I think going in nil-nil at half-time, heads could have been down, but they came out and they played ball second yeah. half. They took the game to West Ham, got the goal, and then I don't know, I'll, I'll pass over to Matt now because I've gone on long enough. It's just, it's just very, very frustrating yeah. and, and quite worrying that it feels like the first time we've properly capitulated there and kind of fell apart towards the end of a game that I can think of recently. Yeah, um, on the penalty, I can't really crucify Beto because I don't think it changed the whole outcome of the game. He left it nil-nil and then obviously he comes up and scores the opening goal I just think if that was Calvert I mean Calvert-Lewin needed something like that and the first penalty we guessed this last season he's on the bloody bench it's just sounds law for the poor lad but like he would be absolutely crucified if he'd done that so I think Beto might get off a bit lightly but to be honest it didn't really change the outcome of the game the game overall it felt like one of those losses we had at the start of the season more than anything and that's kind of been rammed home by the fact yeah. that Les showed us a graphic of the top four goalkeeper performances this season, and it's Jose Sarr at Goodison, Bernd Leno at Goodison, and now Ariola at Goodison. Off I don't think he was that good today. He, he made loads of saves and like they, they were, yeah, a few, well, well, quite a few of them would add him. I think if any of them, that was it was a bit like Tim Howard against Belgium. If any of those shots go in, you're like, Save that's that a goalkeeper mistake. Even the penalty, yeah. like he, sh- he should save it. Like once once he goes oh, the right no. way, he should save it. But like there's there's no. There's no um, 
there's no there's tell no them, tell them this is what we're actually doing well, no, there's no there's no like there's no save at the, I think the best save he makes wasn't even from a shot it was from Decore's cross to stop Carver Lewin yeah, yeah. from scoring like, yeah. everything else is like pretty much straight at him you know, like for example the McNeil one which does go straight at him but he's done well to hold on to that and it's probably the only one he held on to all game he's obviously one of those keepers that prefers to parry it rather than try and catch it and he's but when he's parrying it he's parrying it out of danger like I thought he had a very very good game I'm sure Eddie West Ham you know the the Clanet and Blue Room or whatever they call their version of <laughs> this kind of podcast they, they would be singing his praises right now and rightly so I thought he had a cracking game but it, it did feel like one of them early season games where we've had some absolutely dreadful losses this season and the past few losses we've had since our last win obviously the Wolves game complete aberration but the other ones just felt a bit like oh we never really got going and stuff like that we did deserve to lose that I don't think overall like the second half especially some of our attack and play it felt like that four game winning streak it felt like we were properly opening up again finding space and then that's happened right at the end and it's knocked the stuff out of us but overall if if this was August or September I'd be probably saying what I was most likely saying back then on this which is the pieces look like they're coming together we just need to find the back of the net and finish properly and apparently I've not seen it yet but um, one of the lads has said in Dyche's post-match he does look like he's absolutely furious with the poor quality of the finishing because a lot of people like trudging out at 2-1 and I was one of those people who didn't even see the third goal because no trains you know I had to get back to town and that and loads of people screaming for Dyche's head like he's lost us that game he's lost that like he can't make them finish the chances mm. he's made the change today he's brought better win for the first half and other than that little nod down he's he's done what we know better does which is he seems to completely ignore his he ignores the ball he's too focused on bouncing his man and I don't I don't think he's the answer by any means whatsoever but overall it, it feels very disheartening but I didn't see anything especially in that second half that screams we're absolutely doomed here so it wasn't done till 74 by the way uh, I'm, I'm always doing the sub counts yeah. okay. what he does doesn't make a change till 74 after, you've gone one, after it's gone one up um, and just to add to that just one last word on it I thought McNeil and Harrison were crap oh. yeah. can I just Georgia. say while we're talking about Ariola I think Ariola's a bit of a tit we'll move on Keith <laughs> Holman joins us now mate how do you feel after that I have absolutely no idea how Everton have contrived to lose that game because that's the worst West Ham side I've seen turn up to Goodison ever and I include the team we beat 4-0 they were dreadful they played for a draw in the first minute and we somehow we somehow lost 3-1 until half an hour ago I thought it was 2-1 no he genuinely did not know it was 3-1 I found out I found out it was 3-1 and I was in I was agog do you know, like, I thought we'd lost. I thought we'd lost two one. I was on Bullens Road before, like they'd kicked off after their winner, or what I thought was the winner, until they until they went and scored another one. Um, yeah, I've no idea how Everton have lost that game. Genuinely, like, what I will say is, it's the first time I think this season that I've seen an Everton team dominate a team on the pitch at Goodison, like completely from start to finish. They were, they were much the better side, but just... Now, like, apart from... There was a 10-minute spell in the first half where West Ham got on top and had a couple of, couple of shots on goal and that. But other than that, I don't think they, they did anything until they equalised. And 
I'm just absolutely shocked at how we've lost that game. Um, but yeah, there we go. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Where, where I'm annoyed is like, I, like, I think you're right. It's like we were the, the dominant team in the game. We had more of the ball. We created the better chances. But I think sometimes, and like, I think to, to be an effective team in this league, you've got to seize your moment. And at 1-0, certainly, like, that, that game is, is just so there to be won. Like, like I said at the start, like, they are ready to give it up at that point. Like, they, they are, they're going through the motions. Like, I think, I think you know, they were, they were there in the first half. They were, they were trying. They were, they were having a bit of a go. But I think when you look at their away record, you look at, like, how it's been going with the manager, like, once that first goal goes in, they are a team ready to give it up. Uh, and, like, and I think if McNeil sticks that chance away at 2-0... Everton probably go on to win that three or, or even four because I think they just they just threw the towel in and they could pitch like they have done so many times in games recently and I think we, we like, to not have that ruthless streak in a game like that where like you, you can just sense it it's part I think due to lack of character I think it's part just lack of quality and it's just like it, it's one of those where you look at the team and you just think like we're just lacking in so many areas like so many areas like I think and so many teams just, just put West Ham to bed there and just do the decent thing and we just let them off the hook. Yeah, after the first goal, like we, we did start to bully them and I did say to my brother to say, like, these, these should crumple now and it looked like they were going to, like, but for that chance. But they but did then, effectively, that's the thing, like, they, they yeah. did crumble but we, we just weren't there to capitalise on the crumbling. No, absolutely, and then, I, I don't know what the gap was between the two goals, but after, let's say, 10 minutes or whatever it was, we just seemed to step back just a little bit, just... Dropped the pressure a little bit. And we gave them a spell of about a minute and a half where they put together about 20-odd passes and then won the corner off it. Like, we should never have... We should never have um, stepped backwards like that and just give them a little tiny sniff, especially when you're against a side who... I completely forgot this up until he walked up to the corner flag, but, oh, me, Wall Prowse is in that team. You don't give the team with the best dead ball specialist in the league the chance to throw in a corner like that and... Yeah, it was probably about 20 seconds of just stepping it back a little bit and they were like, oh yeah, and that was it. I think, just quickly, I I completely agree that we didn't take our chances to bury that game because then we had 11 shots on target. As you said, Matt, it was very Tim Howard for Adiola today. It was like there was a load he could have thrown his cap on. But I think the worry for me was at the other end as well. It's like, it's it's a dropping off in concentration for that that killer goal, basically the second you know, Suchek's got so much time at the back post. Very IU. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, but probably even worse, Same actually. Yeah. 
Yeah. But even worse, because he had more time, he actually chested he it, yeah. let it drop, <laughs> let it bounce up and hit it. You know, that, that's criminal to give a, any player in the box that much time. Um, you know, you can point you can point fingers at the left side of defenders, midfielders, but you know, stuff like that's not good enough. And it, as I said, you know, we can't afford to miss chances like that. The position winning, we can't afford to miss penalties. But we can't afford to defend like that at crucial times. I know the defence has been very good this season, and it was at times again today. There was a couple of good last ditch challenges again, Brand but yeah, yeah and, and Pickford made a good tackle as well. But it's just it's worrying that you know we can allow players that that much time one other thing I just want to come back to as well like, I keep thinking about this it's something Warren said on another show I think um, where he said about like you know beating a team home and away yeah. I think it was before Palace and he was like you know this is a good chance to get like yeah. six points against the team <laughs> now we've got Forrest and Brentford coming up at home and we really need to win those games but after today I can't see that team doing yeah. the double over anyone I know it's not like an exact science or anything like that, but it just feels like if we've already beat a team away, I can't see us doing them at home. Mm-hmm. So it, it that does worry me, and it does feel like just three points thrown away today. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Even, even getting a draw, we'd be sat here saying similar things, to be honest with you. And it felt like, I think, you, well, all three of you guys have made that same similar point. The, it felt to me like the, the Chelsea at home game, the back-to-back with Newcastle at home, where we actually looked like a... A side that could score goals, we actually yeah. looked like we were going to be lethal. No, same lethal, maybe going a little bit too far, but you know, able to score. Look, you know, competent in terms of attacking. Today looked like that game without actually being able to do that. And um, the, the context of where that is is just where we've gone since all this has happened, where the, you know, the points back and all that sort of thing. We banged on about it, and you know, we will bang on it a lot more, won't we? No doubt when the next sort of decisions come along and. Um, I I just like you know, Matt. There's not blaming um, Dice at all, but I, I I do find myself coming to him quite a lot. Normally against the the changes that he makes there, but I think we've gone one nil one nil up. And what you said there, spot on. It it's the day for the jugular, and it did look to me like he's he said to them, or well, maybe it's just the way the players have done it. And he's sitting in the changing rooms right now, saying, "Why didn't you go and score the second and the third? But to me, it didn't look like that that killer edge was there by by default whether it's just because of the way these players are or maybe a little bit worried that the other side goes on the counter attack and equalises is that a quality thing or a character thing I, I do you know what it's, I was going to say yeah it's, it's, it's easy to sit on the fence and say a bit of both there but um, well, how often has it happened do you know what I mean I, I, so the, these lads when it happens I don't imagine you've got your captain I don't imagine you've got Tarkovsky screaming at everyone going let's kick these in the bollocks lads go 2-0 up here you know and then the game's over we just defend like we normally do but having said that, I think you've got a manager there that when we've gone 1-0 up, he's confident enough to say to our back four, which would probably end up as a back nine, <laughs> um, that 1-0 will do us, lads. We know how well we defend. We will win that game, just have some confidence on how we can how we can defend here. So, yeah, that, that's where Matt's did. I think it's a bit of both. But, you know, the, the, the narrative of it is just so infuriating, man. I mean, you walked in here, mate. It looked like you were going to start chinning people when you, when, <laughs> when, when, when you walked in before, um, and, and rightly so because I, I don't think, I don't that think just, that, that, it, it, that just feels like such like to, that feels like such a big opportunity. Like you look on paper and you think, yeah. I feel like we've got like games this season where it's like we probably should win more than that today because they're a good side who are like pushing for Europe. But like the context of the game, like the feeling that ground at one 0 it's like 
these are begging these are begging for it it's like just do the decent thing Everton game just, over just, yeah. just, yeah. just, just give just, just yeah. like they all want to kick off at Moyes they all want to throw their arms up in the air and, and fume about their manager and like have a bit of a crisis because they you know as much as we've been in crisis this year they are the crisis club aren't they they, they love it yeah. Like and and us like we just we just didn't do it. It's like they they were begging for it and we and we just didn't do it today. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What, yeah. What's annoying me is a win today would have put Everton in a position to be comfortably safe by, say, the end of this month. Yeah. We, we could have kicked on from a win today and said, right, okay, we can put a bit of distance between us, even if there is another points deduction to come, which there may well be, we don't know, like, I'm not going to second guess any of that, right? But we could have put ourselves in a position where we could have built a bit of a buffer between ourselves and Luton, ourselves and Forest, especially with the goal difference we've got as well, which is, like, far superior to both of them and Brentford, I believe, um, and put ourselves, like, set ourselves up for... Not even winning games, but picking up a draw on the road yeah. would move us towards that 40-point mark yeah. where we can just say, right, OK, this season's done. We can put it to bed. We can regroup in the summer and go again. But I think we're f- we, we are still firmly in the midst of a relegation battle and will be probably now until the last month of the season. And... You look at Luton. Look at Luton, look at some of the results Luton have got along the way. Obviously, they're not doing so well right now. They're going to lose this against Villa. Touch, <laughs> touch, touch wood, touch wood. There is still forty minutes to go, um, but the two 0 down and spewing it. Um, <laughs> you got some. You got some editing to do tonight. <laughs> if Luton go on and win this, I accept full responsibility for Everton's relegation. If you're editing right? this out, I may as well just say Luton haven't won a game from behind this season yet. Right. What Matt said is far worse than what I've said. Yeah. So, anyway, but What's you look, look, look at some, <laughs> look at some of the results they've picked up, games they weren't expected to win. That's what Everton needs to start doing. Games they're not expected to win. Oh, God. You're joining us live for a Ross Barkley This is why we call it instant reaction. And if it goes in, I promise I'll never come on another post-match for the rest of the season. Oh, it's hit the wall. He's hit the wall. He's hit the wall because he's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think and what you've said there, you know, with, with the points, the points, and the thing... Have you finished recording? No. no. Five minutes. Oh, yeah. You've just spoiled it. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, with, uh, with what you mentioned there, Keith was saying about getting into that momentum where you've normally you've probably gone and saved the season if you win this tonight, and then you go away to United, away to Bournemouth, and pick up a point or two, probably in a better position there. But also, the thing I keep in mind is these fucking points that if they come back or not, we could easily save ourselves from that. They put another six on or whatever it is. You could be clear of this right now. Or the fortunate thing I throw in there towards the end of us finishing here. 
is that we were really lucky with results going our way today because Chelsea got back in the 2-1, they were losing 2-1 at Brentford. And dare to say it, Liverpool went and won in the last kick of the game at Forest. Never celebrated the Liverpool goal before, but I looked at that result and was like, it's a bit of a relief. I, as I was walking out the ground, Jay told me that result and I nearly went, yes. I had to check myself when I heard Liverpool's results. I feel terrible. I'm getting a lobotomy book then on Monday. Uh, just a quick one from me, a word on the West Ham fans and the songs. Absolutely dreadful. National anthem, England. Oh, my God. England <laughs> and fuck the Scousers. Oh, my. Margaret Thatcher as well. Oh, did they? I missed that yeah. one. My God. Has there ever been a bigger bunch of Tory Essex boy yeah. knobheads, basically? Go back to... Go, go back to- Getting your uh, your best ever manager, sack lads. Yeah. Uh, oh, just one other thing I wanted to like just bring to the group. Actually, before I leave, I can't I can't not talk about it. Um, an honest shot um, in the ninetieth minute. Um, I mean, I, I I don't really lose it at the match very often, but I I I lost it. I mean, in fact, I, I want to bring Keith in on this because I'm sure he's got a strong opinion. Um, we just no. about, just before we finish up, very quickly, we're talking about Amadou an shot. In the 90th minute, from about 35 yards. Um, how much editing do you want to do <laughs> this podcast? Well, it depends on what Luton go and do now, mate. So you'll, you'll get this kicked out as well. Don't say anything libelous, please. It might be worse. It might be worse than what the United States of America did to the Japanese Empire. That's all I'm going to say. So I just want to elaborate on that. Um, I mean, it was a bad shot. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've seen Garnagay hit some bad shots this season, say, but yeah. that was worse. So I don't know if the two lads do shoot and practice together, but the frustrating thing was as well, we were keeping possession nicely on the edge of their box. To be a bit serious for a minute about it, we were keeping yeah, possession patient. nicely. Yeah, we were patient, we were picking out wide, we could have picked the chance up. But it's like, it's one of them. Was it bobbling back to him oh as well? God. Like, he wasn't even like, oh, yeah. there, are, there are some shots you see, especially when you sit behind a goal. There are some you see and it leaves a fella's foot and you're like, oh my God, that's in. As soon as he swung his leg at that, you thought, <laughs> yeah, the linesman better watch himself here. Oh, dreadful. I thought he, I thought he was all right today, though, actually. Aside from that. No, I'm not, I'm not convinced either as well. I mean, it's, it's sort of ironic as well, man. How many times we talk about it, but the actual goal better scores scores was actually really good. But he shouldered it, didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah, did he? Yeah, he's 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 shoulder, yeah. Ah, well, he's shite then still, isn't he? But <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of him starting ahead of Calvert-Lewin, though? He scored, didn't he? So, you know... Take away but, from that, though. But, you, were you know. fuming when you seen the 11? <laughs> no, not I've not got, we're not. We're going to get kicked out of here now, so I've not got, we've not got time. Listen to Blue Monday to hear our thoughts on that. <laughs> if, you, if you want more episode content, but I promise but, you, we didn't write that down to, yeah, for the adverts. Um, we're going to get kicked out of the, the private bit of the Denby because there's a, a, a function on here. Um, but yeah, I'm sure everyone's thoroughly fed up of listening to us talk about that game anyway. So, cheers to Keith, Matt, Les, and Dave. That's been your instant reaction for Everton one, West Ham three. It was Keith. Just to remind you again. Um, (laughs) What do you even do with that? It's it's not the first time this has happened to me. Have you Uh, you seen the third goal yet? (laughs) No. I'm not. I, I don't plan to. I still haven't. James, s- James Garner gave it away twice, and then they counterattacked. The All I'll say is, I still haven't seen Liverpool's winner when Jordan Pickford apparently tipped it onto the bar. So I have no intention of seeing it. I haven't seen Watford's three goals after they got <laughs> after they came back to two-two in the five-two game. So I'm going to keep it that way because I I like value my mental health. And it's, like, it's like never watching the end of Old Yellow. 
I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you have said that Aston Villa have won 5 0 away at Luton, haven't you? 4 0, Dave. 4 0. <laughs> oh, they come, Luton come back now. Uh, yeah. We're going to lose followers in the thousands here. Maybe right. the end of the blue room if yeah. that happens. Uh, yeah, if this is the end, thanks for listening forever, everyone. Uh, we'll never speak to you again. <laughs> Off the topics. <laughs> Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.